Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today we're going to talk about you are the temple. Yes, you are the temple. There was a time when I didn't like my body of what I saw in the mirror. Insecure about my body, my shape, and my form. After I had my daughter, I gained a lot of weight. I used to eat unhealthy food that would not help, help my obesity, and I didn't exercise to take care of me. I was too busy trying to take care of my daughter, help my friends and my family out, and I pushed me to the side. I was depressed of my weight. And every time I go to the doctor, they'll say, Miss James, you know you are obesity for your weight, for your height. And on top of the issues of my obesity, my inner being of my past wasn't too good either. My father left me at age seven years old. My heart has been broken since I was a kid and since I was a kid and then got into some bad relationships because I was insecure and didn't feel worthy to be treated like a queen. To realize that if to realize that if I could get my temple right with the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of my sins and turn from my wicked ways, he can help me be healed. He can help me be whole. He can help me become a new person if I repent. I am ready to get into the word of God. Let's get into the word of God. We are going to go into 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16 through 20. I love the word of God. I hope you love the word of God. I love the word of God. So the word of God says this. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said, the two will become one flesh. But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. And so when we when we step outside of God's moral standards in sexual morality, we are sinning against our own body. Then we wonder why we go through insecurity, shame, guilty, not feeling unconditional love from our from our partners is because we are not in God's will. Let me say it again. Let me let me let me say that sentence again. When we when yeah, hold on a second for me. Yeah. Then when we when then we under why we then we wondering why we go through insecurity, shame, guilty, not feeling the unconditional love from our partner is because we are not in God's will. When we unite, when we united with with a person that we are not married to, and we go against our own body. Once we accept, we're going against our own body. But once we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior. And our body no longer belongs to us. You hear that? Once we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, our body no longer belongs to us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 says, in amplifying, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, who you have received as a gift from God that, there you, that you are not your own property? As believers, our body no longer belongs to us. 
and no longer belong to in, in bondage of sin. Jesus Christ has purchased the price of us as innocent lamb in our place. The temple belongs to God. So Jesus Christ has paid the penalty for us to be saved. So the body, the temple that we carry, that we walk around with, the body that he has given us, the one that he has created, belongs to God. Hmm. So Joyce Meyer says this in one of her books. Our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. And we need to think of them that way as the place where God's spirit dwells in us. One way we can love and honor God is to be good steward of a healthy, healthy, I mean, of, a, of good stewards of the health he has given us. God has a special plan and destiny for each of us and an assignment only we can fulfill. To fulfill his call, we need to be as strong and healthy as possible with our bodies in the best possible shape. Let's go into the word of God. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1 through 10, 2, the word of God says this. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. We are set apart from the world as living sacrifice to be well-pleasing to God. For we can be ready in season and out of season to be used for God's glory. The value and material of this world can be shaken. We need to renew our minds for we can understand the will of God for our life. God has a purpose for every child and he wants his children to do his will. By renewing our mind, we are being transformed and progressively changed as mature spiritual Christians. You heard that, let me say it again. By renewing our mind, we are being transformed and progressively changed as mature spiritual Christians. We need more meat which is God's word, more understanding and his wisdom to continue to grow and become godly men and women that God has created us to be. Without him, we cannot be renewed in our mind. Without him, we cannot be transformed. Without him, he cannot give us a new heart. See, checking in the church is not going to give us a new heart. Checking into church is not going to transform us. Checking into church is not going to renew our mind. It is our responsibility. Yes, responsibilities. I know a lot of people don't want to hear that word. But it's our responsibility to seek God, to seek him, to build a relationship with him. For you, and you know, you are counting, you are counting on your, you are counting to God as an individual. So it's a part of you to do that responsibility as a Christian. If you want a new heart, if you want to renew yourself and you renew your mind, if you want healing, if you want joy, if you want peace, you've got to be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within you as you seek God, as you build a relationship with him, as you worship him, as you pray with him in season and out of season, you are making a relationship with your father, your Abba that lives inside of you, his spirit that lives inside of you. Our body is his temple. Hmm. Let's keep going on. So here Paul says that we are to serve and worship him with our minds and emotions also. 
Invite God to think and speak through you. Let him touch people through you. You can serve God with your face by smiling and showing yourself to be friendly to other people. Let God use, use all of you. You never, I mean, you never know that might be the only person that will see God through you in your actions of how you live, how you talk, how you are kind, how you are gentle, how you are patient, all the fruit of the spirit. You might be the only Bible that that person might ever see. The more you release yourself to God, you will be fulfilled and experience his peace and joy that we need. Everybody wants happiness. Everybody wants to be happy. Can I, can I give a wake-up call? Let me knock. Let me knock. Can I give you a wake-up call? The only how we get happy is through Christ Jesus. He's the only one who can give us that joy that no man can take away. Hmm. Let's get back into the word of God. And so in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, the word of God says this. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Let's say it again because that was so rich. That was so good. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Hmm. So do it all for the glory of God, of God, of our great God. As believers, everything that we do should be for the glory of God. Our temple, how we take care of ourselves, how we eat healthy food, how we exercise, how we communicate with people we know and people we do not know, how we do our job, how we how we are the boss looking um looking and when the boss is not looking, how we do what we're supposed to be doing, how we do our studying, how we do in our praying, how we do in our relationship, how we do in um, worshiping the Lord is all for the glory of God. So real joy comes from being an empty vessel for God's use and glory. Did you hear that? Real joy comes from being an empty vessel for God's use and glory. What do I mean by that? It means put yourself to the side. See, as Christians, we are supposed to die to ourselves daily. We are supposed to die for ourselves daily so our vessel can be empty for God can fill us up with the fruit of the spirit that he has for us. So we can have that joy. And he takes you, he takes you what he does with, with you and not arguing about it. Hold on a second, let me get back to that. So let him choose where he wants you to go. And God wants to use you in his, as your body. You are the temple. He wants to use your body for his glory. Be willing to do everything for honor and glory of God. And we will have great contentment and joy in our life. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, it says this, For physical training is of some value, but godliness have value for all things, holding promises for both the present life and the life to come. Did you hear that? Godliness, godliness has value of for all things. So physical training is some of some value. And when we work out our bodies, we lose weight, and gain muscles, we feel much better, but it only benefits our body in some value. So yes, we can have a temple with a six pack or a temple with a slim body, but it's only a portion that can help us physically. There is much more benefits in godliness for this life we live now. 
and the life to come eternal. What do I mean? Godliness value can give us peace while we face hard times and joy that is within us and nobody can take away our joy. Godliness helps us learn our identity of who we are in Christ Jesus. Godliness helps us love more than hate and bitterness and anger. Godliness changes our attitude. Our bad habits renew our mindsets. Godliness is a generous giver, not, a, a not, not all about me, selfishness. Godliness focus on the value of eternity, then the flesh desires of the lust of eyes, the lust of flesh, and the lust of pride of life. There is so much with godliness, eating healthy, blessed, highly favored from God, and so much more that God can do. Godliness is for all faiths. Physical training is for some, and they both intertwine for us to use both of them. But overall, godliness is more value for all things. So God has reserved rewards in heaven for all who remain loyal to Christ Jesus and his gospel. The New Testament believers had an intense longing for the Lord's return to take them from earth to be with him forever. A distinctive mark of God's people is that we long for Jesus Christ to do not feel at home in this world. And we are looking forward to being with him in their heavenly home. And so in Romans chapter 8, verse 12 through 14, it says this. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it's not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. Apostle Paul emphasizes the necessity for a continuing warfare against all that will limit God's work in our lives, for sin is always striving to regain control of us. This spiritual conflict, although directed against Satan and evil spiritual forces, is primarily against the passion and desires of our own flesh. We as believers must continually to decide whether we will surrender to sinful desires or to the demands of the divine nature in which we participate. The Holy Spirit lives within the child of God in order to lead him or her to think, speak, and act according to God's word. He leads primarily prompting that in our the prompting that our inward urges to do God's will and to put to death the misdeeds of the body and are always in harmony with the scriptures. If we are consistently putting to death the misdeeds of the body, then the spirit is leading us. Those led by the spirit are children of God. Our body can either follow after the desires of the flesh that will never satisfy our soul, never will be happy within, there is no value in our flesh desires. It's only temporary feeling for the lust. So I advise you as my sisters and brothers, thank you for listening to Divine Inspiration to start being the temple of the Most High God. God bless you.